Halloween. So I'm back with the next uh, Vengeance review, kind of Vengeance 2005. Uh, this is like the polar opposite of what 2004 was, because that was a poor, poor show. But this show is pretty much great from top to bottom. And it kicks off with Carlito defending the Intercontinental title against Shelton Benjamin. And the two really good mid-card talents that may never reach the further levels, but you know, they were good. They were perfect for the Intercontinental level scene. Carlito, of course, came back at the Royal Rumble recently. I don't know if that, I think I, would, I don't know if that was like a one and done when I'm doing the raw the night after as well, but he looked in great shape I say that for him. I don't know if I, I didn't really speak much about him, I don't think, in the review. Because I was too busy moaning about what happened to Alex, I think. But there you go. But uh, yeah, I'll tell you, that was good to see him when I say that. But, but uh, yeah, good solid open match, nice fast paced, very well like, wins. But yeah, ideal, ideal, that's what you need in an open offer these shows. No good, no problems at all here. But next, Victoria versus Christy Henry. This is good. This is actually good, it's, it's a women's match that doesn't involve the title, but actually involves a rivalry here. I think Trish was out of injury at this point in time, and they never bothered, like, taking the title off, or at least like, nobody else to say if the title was there for us, but there was awesome. But no, this was good, and I do remember the build-up to this, there was a backstage segment, and like Victoria hit Christine here with a glass, and things like that, and I remember it this time. Christine came in just after she won that beat the sex thing. She did annoy me a bit. I mean, she's hot and but she annoyed me for hyperactiveness and faces all the time. But to be fair though, I want you to TNA. She really turned out great there. She was also a really good talent. And she was great in TNA actually. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Vince Russo got, once Vince Russo got all of her and found her talent or strengths and things. That's where it worked for all. But you know, I know she was good with the Rock and Move Express and things like that. So, yeah. This is actually a good basket, solid match, but Victoria wins. In and out, match is fine, it's solid. What more can it do? more could you ask for this? Up next, Edge versus Kane. <clears throat> and this was just not, excuse me, sorry. This was just not long, not after Edge uh, went with me up on screen, which is what happened here, which was part of a taken life in this sense as well. So, you know, this was probably for the best because the Kane and Rita partnership just did not work. It was shit. I was even talking about that from the year before, where Kane and Matt Hardy and that was just, you know, it was so bad. This was better. You know, this match, again, good entertainment, fast-paced stuff here. Uh, we've got Snitsky gets involved in it. I mean, he was like feuding with Kane at like New Year's Revolution 2005, and he's still getting involved in Kane's business. It's like, really, come on. Yeah, take luck. Snitsky's like one of the worst talents ever. But still, at least Kane was here working with somebody good, like Edge, who was on the cusp. He was really getting good. He had just won money in the bank a few months earlier. He'd beaten Shawn Michaels at Royal Rumble. This was a good little gift. Kane won this match. This was a good little... It didn't really hurt Edge. Edge just won out and was fine from this. And to be honest, at least it gave Kane a good signature victory again, because 2004, they kind of... Overcame a bit to be honest with you. And then, oh, and coming to the end, so at least this gave Kane a bit more purpose again. So, yeah, I enjoyed this quote a bit. Up next, Sean Michaels versus Kurt Angle. Rematch from WrestleMania. So, this all came about because they've done the draft, the uh, draft thing here. Kurt Angle was drafted over a role, and as soon as he was back on the role, Sean was going to want to have a match on as well to get the rematch from WrestleMania. Yeah. Let's get the, the one obvious flaw out of the way. This isn't as good as the rest of the 
But then again, that's not really a flaw. It's not really a complaint because that WrestleMania match is one of the top ten all-time WrestleMania matches for my mind. So matching that was nigh on impossible. But they had a great match, another fantastic match. The finish is so well done. Angle coming off the top rope, right into switching music. Sean wins, brilliant. Is it as good as the original? Of course not, but it's a wonderful sequel and it's all up to grasp now. So there you have it. And then you have a, a little group here in the action. You've got, I, I think you've got a visitor, I think Visser was having a relationship with Laurie and Darcy at this time. And to begin with, I thought this is really quite bad actually. You've got like Laurie and Darcy singing songs to Visser, like proposing to Laurie and Darcy. And I thought, yeah, Laurie well, well, is a great singer. So, so. But I just thought I think it's pretty bad. I think this belongs there. Well, you could almost had this piss break with Hill out there, let's put this in between the big matches. But then the Godfather came out. Ah, uh, this is great. The Godfather came out again. I thought, like, GR says, Look at the Godfather there, King. And then King's like, Oh man, what do you mean, GR? What's wrong with you? You should be looking at the homes, not the Godfather. <laughs> I was like, Die, dude. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. What a good partner for you. Know. Uh, you've got like the Godfather offers, this or other holes, you know. <laughs> uh, this, this was quite entertaining, I thought, to be honest. Thank you as well, because they were in Las Vegas as well, so whatever, whatever. Good stuff, I enjoyed this. It was silly, it was entertaining, but it was fun, so there you have it. And sometimes, you know, Maybe it was the sort of thing that belongs to all, but sometimes it's nice to have a segment like this in the paper view that breaks up the monotony of constant matches all the time. And it's a little breather as well after a, a huge match like a Michael and Angle, so this was great. Uh, up next, WWE title on the line in a triple threat match. Cena defended against Christian and Jericho. This is the first paper view after Cena got drafted to Raw, and it was a genuine surprise that when you've done that draft, because a champion never gets drafted. But when like, it was the Jericho Hyatt really was going to announce who came out, who the first pick would be, and Cena came out genuinely surprised, and they kind of upped it there. They hadn't quite done the numbers yet. So, you know, there you go. Uh, of course, Christian came in as well. Uh, he was determined if he was doing little raps to John Cena to try and get his attention before this. This was good. Really good stuff here. Jericho had not long time feeling on Cena at this point. Uh, terrific trip from Ted, really great, fast paced, thoroughly entertaining, Cena wins, hello well, but there you go, but I wasn't quite at that stage yet, at this point, but yeah, I really enjoyed this, this was great. Cena going over to Raw, I think that might, in hindsight, might have been, might have hurt him a bit to begin with, it might have been better just keeping him as the face of Smackdown to begin with, and that might have helped him a bit more, but you know what. It's all could be turned on very quickly by the end of 2005 and people are sick to death of it. But, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. It is what it is. So, yeah, there you go, Cena wins here. This is a really good triple group. And we come to the main event, which is Batista versus Triple H. In a Hell in a Cell match. Fantastic. This is absolutely awesome. One of the best Hell in a Cell matches of all time. It's brilliant, it's brutal. It's body with in the right way, it's the way it needs to be a way to be in history. This is the best match they've ever had hands down. The WrestleMania main event was quite good and everything, but this was fantastic. I want to change it and everything like that. The finish is brilliant as well when you've got I think Batista's going through the piece to one, Triple H has the sledgehammer, it's like who strikes first almost. And then Batista has the match to land the Batista bomb before Triple H hit him. Uh, and then Batista wins. 
fantastic match. This was brilliant. This was awesome. And then here's the thing, we, we covered, I mentioned that about how into the Yokota Triple H bent over backwards to get Benoit over to no great avail because let's be real, Benoit wasn't that good. Yeah, that's right, that's said it. Whereas Batista worked because Batista is a proper star. And we were talking about, you know, the, uh, the draft and we, I think maybe having Cena go in a lot too quickly and maybe hurt him. I think having Batista go to SmackDown and him become the face of SmackDown actually helped him quite a bit after this because maybe people would depend on him if he had stayed on there because it was just a bigger brand. And of course there's no one really left the face after Triple H, so, you know, that might have might have hunted him a bit, but that actually helped him going over to SmackDown. I, I like the way they done the draft actually. It, it wasn't like two nights worth of drafts or something. They, they did it over the course of five weeks. There'd be one draft pick a week, and it was usually big draft picks. You'd have things like, obviously Cena week one. There's one week when Orton went to SmackDown and went and attacked the Undertaker. Taking out, coming back and bringing up that rivalry from WrestleMania 21. So it was, it was really cool the way they done it by the way. So, yeah, I mean, that's shite. Nowadays, we've just got Stephanie reading a bunch of names. It's like, whatever. I, I like to spontaneous, spontaneity and some unpredictability. It would be great. But now you've got garbage on Stephanie reading names and like Charlotte Flair and the first draft pick. And you're like, oh, in the first round of draft picks, you're like, well, who fucking cares? Seriously. Ah, but there you have it. There you have it. So, this was the engines 2005. I've never seen this pay-per-view. I think I'd seen the Batista and Triple H match before somewhere. I forgot how good it was, to be honest. Uh, watching the pay-per-view from start, the undercard was really good. Underscore matches were fun, entertaining, fast-paced. They accomplished what they needed to. The big marquee and the three big marquee matches. Uh, the triple threat for the title was good. Sean versus Kurt Angle, outstanding. And Batista and Triple H. You know what I'm Phenomenal. Absolutely loved it. This was a B-level pay-per-view in 2005. I, I even said yesterday I wasn't fine for the 2004 WWE. 2005 was a pretty strong year. We had a great WrestleMania. We had a strong Royal Rumble. I loved the SummerSlam this year and a really good Survivor Series. They showed you at the end of this year how to do a Raw vs SmackDown Survivor Series. So all in all, 2005, any time you go back is actually usually a good thing. Uh, I can't believe it's took me this long to actually watch this pay-per-view. It's one that's been on my radar for a while. So I should thank the uh, boys for doing Vengeance this, this weekend. I'm not going to be watching that, it's fuck that, it's NXT. But the fact that the Vengeance got mentioned, it was like, oh yeah, I've not seen some of these Vengeance pay-per-views and I've got the right with it at the moment, so may as well watch it. So, oh well, and there you have it. So that was Vengeance 2005, genuine pleasure to sit through. Fantastic pay-per-view. If you've never watched it, do yourself a paper and watch it. And, and then, well, like I'm saying, if you look at when the smarts say, oh, but the business has changed. Yeah, you're right. The business has changed for the worse. Because this was a B pay-per-view and, and it was this quality. And you had these huge matches. But now this year's WrestleMania, other than Pro Wedge versus Roman Reigns, it'll probably be, let's be honest. Let's be honest, it'll be a glorified battleground, that's what it'll be. But, ah oh well, that's a discussion for another day. But there we go. But uh, thank you ever so much for listening there. I'll probably be doing Vengeance 2006 yet, yeah, I've not watched that before, so it's another one I'm now going to watch and get a review of. So, yeah, there we go. Thanks very much for listening. Bye-bye.